this bulletin, the Northern Territory Chief Minister refrains to commit gas from the Betalu Basin to ease shortages on the East Coast. Reports the United States will sell Tomahawk cruise missiles to Australia. And mounting anger over controversial pension reforms forced through the French Parliament without a vote. The Northern Territory Chief Minister Natasha Files has refrained from any gas commitments from the Betalu Basin as a means to help ease shortages on the East Coast. The federal government has pushed the case of the of the Betalu Basin in the past as it is considered a popular method to, resu- to respond to local gas needs. However, when speaking to ABC Radio, the NT's chief minister was clear on the matter, pointing out that all 131 recommendations made by the Pepe inquiry intended to mitigate the risks will be applied before the start of production. As I've said, this is an industry of the future. There is recommendations that have to be in place to protect our environment, to protect the values that our community holds highly, uh, and we will put those in place before you see any industry. The High Court is set to examine whether the Northern Territory failed to provide adequate public housing to nearly 3 million Australian households. The Court will be looking to determine whether the Territory's government should compensate tenants in the remote community of Santa Teresa for distress caused by lack of reasonably living, reasonable living conditions. The case comes after multiple bodies, including the Northern Territory Supreme Court, found the Territory government was obliged to provide tenants in the area with housing that was not only safe but reasonably comfortable. Residents of the Aranta community near Alice Springs first brought their case to the NTC and Administrative Tribunal in 2018. It is expected a decision by the High Court will be reached later this year. The U.S. State Department has authorized the sale of up to 220 Tomahawk cruise missiles to Australia. The Pentagon has informed Congress of the potential sale, estimating the cost of up to 1.3 billion Australian dollars. The notification does not represent a signed contract or the conclusion of a negotiation. Greenpeace Australia Pacific has released a statement criticizing the government's AUKUS deal. The chief executive of Greenpeace Australia Pacific, David Ritter, says the deal will result in what he calls a dark legacy, creating nuclear waste in Australia for future generations. He asked that the money would be better spent on solving crucial issues such as climate change, public, public health and welfare. But speaking to Radio 2GB, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says the AUKUS submarine deal is a step in the right direction. We've already embedded... Uh, Australian submariners and engineers and other technical experts uh, in the United States and the United Kingdom picking up those skills. And I see as well, this is not just a defence policy. This is about Australian sovereignty and our manufacturing capacity. And just as Curtin and Chifley developed the automotive industry Mm. post the Second World War, what this will do is have a massive spin-off because this is the most highly sophisticated machinery uh, that you can think of, a nuclear-powered submarine. A new report from the Productivity Commission will be released today with 71 recommendations to revive Australia's sluggish economy. 
Treasurer Jim, Ch- Jim Chalmers has warned incomes will be 40% lower and Australians will be forced to work longer hours if the country fails to lift productivity. He says the report shows there are no easy wins. Now these are hard areas for a reason. All of them are complex. None of them will respond to quick fix, easy win, whack-a-mole policy making. This might be easy or quick, but together we can begin to methodically turn around some of the perennial challenges in our economy. Protesters are clashing with police in the city of Nantes in France as demonstrations continue against a controversial pension reform. President Emmanuel Macron used a special constitutional power known as Article 49.3 to raise the retirement age in France from 62 to 44 years, despite opinion polls showing a vast majority of voters oppose the reform. The move, the move has triggered protests and calls for his resignation in the French Parliament and some, and some other cities. Olivia Chaibi took part in demonstrations. It's a pity. It's bad news for social democracy. It's kind of a confession of weakness. It's proof that the president's party is a minority in parliament, but he's also a minority in public opinion. It's the responsibility of Macron, after he has refused to have a social dialogue with the unions, he's decided to pass this law by force. The Pentagon says the United States has indications that Russia is likely trying to recover debris from the U.S. drone downed after a Russian intercept over the Black Sea. It comes after the release of video footage showing Russia interfering with the U.S. military surveillance drone downing it over the Black Sea after the two countries accused each other for the crash. Pentagon spokesman Brigadier General Patrick Ryder says the United States' focus is to provide support to Ukraine and not to seek hostilities with Russia. The United States' focus in the region, the focus with Ukraine, is solely on providing Ukraine with the support that it needs to defend itself. The United States does not seek conflict with Russia. We do not seek escalation with Russia. Uh, And so we're going to continue to stay focused on our primary uh, mission in the Ukraine area, which is supporting Ukraine in its fight. The United States will continue to fly and operate in international airspace uh, in accordance with international law. Former New Zealand opposition leader Todd Muller has announced his exit from politics seven months from an election. Mr. Muller was the National Party's agriculture and climate change spokesman. First elected in 2014, Mr. Muller won the leadership of the National Party in 2020, toppling Simon Bridges in an Australia-style leadership coup. Announcing his retirement from the leadership after 54 days, he has cited mental health issues, saying he no longer has the necessary enthusiasm and energy he once had. A new survey has found many Australians are losing sleep over the cost of living crisis. ResMed's Global Sleep Survey has found 42% of Australians usually wake up feeling tired, the second highest proportion among a dozen countries, with only 1 in 10 Australians in the study waking up feeling refreshed. The survey has found financial pressure is a major factor driving poor sleep. The survey has also found that the average Australian has 6.9 hours of sleep each night, below the recommended period of between 7 and 9 hours. Those who worked remote jobs were getting more sleep than others, and men were most likely to be satisfied with both their quality and quantity of sleep. 
Student organizations are supporting a Greens bill that calls for indexation on graduate debts to be abolished. The National Union of Students and Foundation for Young Australians have made a joint submission to a parliamentary inquiry that is examining the bill initially introduced by Greens Senator Marin Faraki. Their submission says they are seeing great, they are seeing greater numbers of students and graduates struggling to pay off their debts because of increases to the cost of living. Just over 70% of people in 2021 owed more than 10,000 compared with 47.5% in 2005-2006 and there's a high indexation method now being applied to debts. The Council of Australian Postgraduate Associations says if inflation continues to outpace wage growth, the long-term consequence will be that more graduates will spend their entire lives repaying their student debts. And into and looking at uh, the latest news in sport, Australian former professional surfer Blake Johnston has officially broken the record for the world's longest surf session. Hundreds of locals and surfers lined the sun at Cronulla at about 7am this morning to see the 40-year-old break the record in a session that lasted more than 30 hours and 11 minutes. But the surf school owner plans to break his own record by staying in the water until 5pm today to set a record of 40 hours. And now having a look at the weather around the country, Broome, sunny 33 degrees, Perth, clouds clearing 27, Adelaide, clouds clearing as well, and the top of 31, Melbourne, cloud cloudy 24, Hobart, cloudy 20, Albury, Wodonga, sunny day 27, Camera, sunny as well, top of 29, Wollongong, Becoming cloudy, 28. Sydney, mostly sunny, 30 degrees. Newcastle, sunny day ahead, 32. Brisbane, also sunny, 35. Townsville, partly cloudy, 31. Cairns, possible shower, 32 degrees. Alice Springs, sunny, 39. Darwin, a shower of 2 and a possible storm on the top of 32 degrees. And the Torres Strait Islands, mostly cloudy day on the top of 31 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News. 